What's going on? It's the Film Drunk Broadcast. It's going to be a great show today. Let me introduce all the people I've got with me that make the show what it is. First off, sitting across from me, he's a beautiful man. He, he looks like a Disney mm. prince. He's, he's young. He keeps us virile. It's the San Diego Hammer, Mr. Joey Avery. It is fantastic to be back in the house that Fraught built. Indeed, indeed. It, it, it could be the house that Fraught brings down around that our That is heads. the only way that it should possibly happen. We will burn this to the fucking ground before we leave consensually. Exactly. Well, well, sure, sure. Uh, and sitting next to me, the tallest man in podcasting. He is a former NFL practice squad player we're talking about brendan coming up after the break can holding women in your office against their will get you fired we'll find out plus <laughs> keith urban gives us a sneak peek of his new single oh that's great yeah <laughs> uh, i'm vince mancini this is a film drunk broadcast uh you can donate patreon.com slash broadcast uh we're gonna get laramie on in a bit but he he showed up late on me because you know typical classic un- laramie unprofessional laramie. finishing up a list like Laramie yeah. illegal, huh? Yeah, exactly, wow. exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Laramie's got bells. Ben's dying. Brendan lost his job. Brett escaped from the front. He, he, yeah, he lives in a in a in some sort of uh, hoarder's cave. Or no, prepper's cave. That's what I was looking for. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. There's a there's things are going great for me, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you even doing? Everything's yeah. coming up, Joey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we only got enough good luck to to go around for one person, and I will happily take it. Yeah, that's good. Um, I wanted to start this week uh, with a little Kevin Smith. I wish Laramie was here to talk about Kevin Smith, but you know, Kevin Smith he uh, he cries a lot lately. I don't know if you or he says that he cries a lot. Like there was the he he took a picture of himself. Uh, I, I just cr- want to be transparent for this for this segment, and I I have no insight into anything kevin smith has done in the last uh, 15 years oh man you you don't listen to his 17 podcasts actually that's not true because we we've talked about kevin smith a lot on the podcast but that's about it uh i know he wears big shorts still big shorts uh, yeah. big, big hockey, hockey jerseys, jersey guy and, which i like um, uh i found his story about the spider in the third act quite delightful yeah it was a great story i did too i think that was pre-weed or something because it used to be like a really great engaging storyteller mm-hmm. and then something happened and then Tusk came out, and then there was the uh, the other movie uh, with uh, Johnny Depp in bad makeup as a French guy. Yeah, no, no uh, idea. Moose Jaw. Oh. How many- no, then there was the one where uh, there's like evil German sausages. Hold <laughs> You're on, just I- making this shit no, up. No, I yeah, gotta this- look this up now before I even get to the, the tweet. German sausages. Well, then of course we had the uh, the the infamous supercut. Yeah, the super on the broadcast. I think that was a. I think I had a massive giggle sesh at the super. Well, he has a verbal cut. tick. How many yep. movies like do you think people uh, like her son and shit and shit and shit and shit like that and shit and shit like that and shit? Pick me up two streets over and shit. He's like, yeah, I totally will and shit and shit and shit and shit like that and shit like that and shit. Moving on and shit and shit like that and shit like that and shit and shit and shit like that and shit like that. Set up and shit. Fucking weed and shit. It was phenomenal and shit and shit like that and shit and shit like that. I married her and shit. Big Baron shit. Together shit. Big Baron <laughs> shit is the best one. <laughs> Fucking pink dot and shit. Big Baron shit. <laughs> For some reason, pink dot and shit. Yeah. Big Baron shit. I don't, I don't know who put that together, but they did such a great job because every time I'm like, oh, we only need to hear like five seconds of that. You're we'll like, get no, the idea. No, no, we do need more. Yeah, then it goes on. You're like, oh, I want to hear more. 
together and shit and shit like that and shit like that and shit and shit and shit. I went out and shit and shit and shit. Big bunch of food and shit. Off he would go and shit. She knew I was really into it and shit. So we called up Pink Dot and shit. Big, big fucking order. That's the money part. The one that does make a lot of sense is... I feel like going out and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I've not said that and shit and shit. <laughs> oh no, it was Yoga Hosers. That's the one I was trying to think of. So, how many movies do you think he made? There's a real movie called Yoga Hosers. Started yeah. sucking. Oh, uh, no, 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 I don't know. Well, you just said I thought he used to be an I engaging... I like him as a person. I don't know. I mean, uh, like, I okay. like Clerks well, at the time. There's a whole part, and we, we listened Rats, to it on, the, on the broadcast years ago, where he tells a whole story about how he got asked to direct Wild Wild West, or wasn't that it, or something like that. It's a really long story, but it's hilarious, and we're like... God, this guy's movies suck. He should just do like yeah, stand up, like stories. I feel yeah. the same way about spoken word. If you want to go all Henry Rollins, about yeah, about Eli Eli Roth. Although Eli, I really like Cabin Fever. I haven't seen uh, most of his other ones. I either didn't like or didn't see. But when Eli Roth talks, he's really really interesting too. Um, so the Yoga Hosers, set in the Great White North of Canada, Yoga Hosers tells the story of Colleen Collette and Colleen McKenzie, two teenage besties from Winnipeg who spend their lives doing yoga with their faces in their phones, liking or not liking the real world around them. But when these sophomore girls are invited to a senior party by the school hottie, the Colleens accidentally uncover an ancient evil long buried beneath the Manitoba earth. And I think there was it's high school chicks doing yoga, basically. I think there was evil. I want to say there was evil sausages. Yeah, yeah. There's an evil sausage. Yeah, evil. It was Nazi Nazi sausages. What the fight. fuck? Yeah, I don't know, man. Was it bratwurst? Yeah, <laughs> you're the bratwurst. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You're sure not even letting me get my downward dog. <laughs> I'm sure they said that at some point. Yeah. Are you, are you writing? Be, are, you, are you auditioning for a there, Kevin Smith there must writing have been, job? At, be at some good, point, it must have been like a namaste, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the reason I brought him up was not just a rip on his entire career, but because lately he do, does this thing where uh, someone releases a trailer and he talks about how uh, emotionally engaged uh, he was. Fuck? So today his tweet was, yes, I cry at everything, but this, this has me bawling with joy. It truly lives up to the word Marvel. Look at that clusterfuck of heroes. Take every penny of my money. And uh, what he was talking about was uh, the Avengers Infinity Wars trailer. I heard it, the trailer was dope. I mean, it's... But ev- none of my friends claims to weep. It's every, it's every Marvel trailer? <laughs> every there was trailer. an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. There's going to be a Brahm sound. To see if we could Switch become word. Inception something Brahm. more. Oh, there it is. So when they needed us, mm-hmm. we could fight the battles. You'll never believe what the bad thing is in this. <laughs> Brendan, you want to take a guess? You're really good at this. Giant portal? You got it, buddy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing is just like a montage of Marvel's like 17 characters. Uh-huh. Um, like cocking their weapons and putting their gear on and looking Fuck at each other. yeah, dude. Like getting ready to run real hard at Fuck the big portal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, I, that, I'd probably love it because I like uh, the pregame footage before sporting events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. Hype more real. than the game. <laughs> See, that's why I kind of wish that uh, everybody... Hey, hey, Laramie. Oh. You are you there, bro? You can't hear me. No, we can hear you. I can't hear you. You can't hear us. Why can't? Damn it! Wait, hold on. Now, how about now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I thought yeah. that was maybe a character who a guy who can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Laramie does do a lot of improv. <laughs> <laughs> now for my next routine, I'm going to be deaf podcaster. <laughs> what? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I can't hear you. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> Laramie, we were just talking about the new uh, Avengers Infinity Wars trailer, which was apparently so good that it brought Kevin Smith to tears. That's so many wars, though. Yeah. I mean, it's like they're uncountable at this point. Do you think they're going to do the eight symbol somewhere, like the little infinity symbol? I like to imagine they are. Well, didn't they say in the in man not Man of Steel, Man of Steel, where didn't uh, Superman's S? He has a giant S on his chest. And he's like, oh no, this is a this is a Kryptonese word for hope. Mm. Like they kind you of know flip, a lot about this, Vince. Kind of flip the script, you know, Laramie. <laughs> this is why I'm a professional. He's saying that the S stood for a, a different language word for yeah, hope. It's a Kryptonian. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, hope. we pronounce it. Super, Superman, <laughs> Superman. Um, Watch me fly. Yeah. So the whole trailer is just them like cocking their weapons and then winking at each other as they're about to like yes. run, run, oh, so good, run at a portal. And that's the kind of like I kind of wish that Suicide Squad had gone all the way. Like Suicide Squad is very close to just being two hours of like each person's like suiting up sequence. And yeah. just like I kind of wish they would just make the whole movie out of the only good part that anybody cares yeah. about, which is them like, oh, I'm checking all my gear. That um, is the best part. That's, I would I would join the military if you didn't have to fight, but you got to stand <laughs> in the cockpit of a plane listening to heavy metal, cocking your fucking gun, putting mm-hmm. eye black mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Or Little Richard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gonna have some fun tonight. <laughs> Predator. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that gets me juiced. Now you're just putting on eye black to play video games. I'll put on eye black for literally anything. <laughs> yeah. I was a, I was a, I would put on eye black for for baseball. For pussy did, I, did I need that? Did I, I had sunglasses? Didn't use them. Yeah. Fucking eye black, dude. I looked sick. Well, you know, eye black stopped being uh, having a, a, a utility when people started putting like their uh, their area code in it in gold. Like the yeah. whole point was like to reduce glare, and they're like, I'm gonna put a really shiny thing in the middle. Right? It's this. like, oh, I can see really clearly, except for this faint outline of John three sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like the like the pink ones for breast cancer awareness. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of defeating the purpose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Laramie, how have you been, buddy? I'm super aware now of breast cancer. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've had a lot of awareness raised. Hey, you better stop, because that was in October. We're yeah, on, now we're on to the troops. This is the no. month of troops respecting. No, it's November. It's for the, the prostates. That's right. Uh, not in the NFL, buddy. It's for the butt. Salute to service. Oh, is that what that is too? Man, every month's got something, right? It's always like, have more cake or drink liquor. <laughs> Boy, I'll never forget when I became aware of the prostate. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad day, right? Yeah. Or was it a good day? Yeah, it, it was a great both. day. It was yeah, both. It like, was you know, great and filled with shame. You got almond milk, <laughs> soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I came up with a really uh, fun joke today. Although you probably already know the. Oh, you want to workshop it on? Yeah, us? no, no, no. Fuck what's the joke? What's, no, it's not for stage. It's just for life. Oh yeah. What's okay. the uh, What's the only milk that speaks Spanish? 
soy milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, I've heard, man. I've heard variations. Oh, man. I'm sure, but I hadn't. And you know, you're so young for these dad jokes. You're gonna have like a whole lifetime to come up with these. <laughs> I am a grandfather. Do you, guys, <laughs> do you guys ever have a dream where you you told a joke that really killed, and you wake up and for a brief period of time you're like, that was amazing, and then you realize it makes no sense after yeah. a while? Yeah. I had a dream that I was hanging out with Jerry Seinfeld and his family <laughs> and Larry David. And uh, for some reason, like it was a, it, like it fit, like it was like perfect timing. And I was like, what's the deal with asking what the deal is with everything? And like everyone and was, like, was like, holy ah! shit, this guy's amazing. Like, I, and like everyone was in stitches. And I was like, fuck yeah. 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 I've had that a lot. There's always that moment where it's like, it's the weird priest, like mid sleep like pre-REM stage or something where you're not quite awake, you're not quite asleep, and you write something down and you're convinced it's going to be like, oh, this oh, is yeah. the fucking movie this is idea. This changes everything. This oh, is yeah. Gonna, this is going to be the thing that changes my life. And sometimes it's not even words. Like there was one time <laughs> and I was half asleep and I, I texted my friend OCCA, just the word OCCA. Like, and it wasn't like an autocorrect mistake because I had to spell that out individually like with the <laughs> phone that I, that I had at that time and I still have no idea. Yeah, those are great. I wrote myself, uh, I was drinking the night before Thanksgiving, and I left myself a note on my iPhone. Oh, there's no way I deleted it. Fuck. All right, I deleted it. <laughs> oh, that was a great story, you cool, guys. Cool. All right, my cool. daughter My daughter can't even talk, but she already has a joke. It goes like this. La Lele! And she says it the same way every time she laughs her ass off. So to her, it's hilarious. It's like a deaf comedy jam uh, catchphrase. Yeah, it is. La Lele! La Lele! You only need one of those, and then you're good. That's going to be her uh, fluffy. What's that? That's Gabriel Iglesias' joke. Oh, no. I'm not fat, I'm fluffy, which is like a bad ripoff of South Park, but all of his comedy specials have like fluff... It's like Fluffy yeah, it's goes to town. Fluffy. Yeah. Fluffy. He's like it's, the earnest. There's a fluff motif. Yeah. He's very... turned himself into a character and now he can never become healthy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my my note said email Iwi Jeff Wolf what have have have. And I was supposed to know what that meant. Well, it's gonna what change your life have have. as soon as you figure out. If i I'm gonna probably devote the next twenty four hours to doing that. You should. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, Kevin Smith, uh, I don't know at what point he went from being like the guy who's, who's like, I'm going to do stuff outside of the studio system to being to the be guy, the worst. to being the, the guy the who worst. cries at like the latest Disney product. I mean, if you think about it, there's probably not a more authentic property than the Marvel stuff right now. Right. Like you want to talk about humanity. Yeah. Just talk about genuineness and like supporting the, the common man, you and know, you want to talk about giant portals. Yeah, I mean, guys with weapons and eye black. Yeah, it's, it's just it's a real David versus Goliath kind of kind of tale, you know. Finally, just, someone's funding these superhero films. Yeah, you know? it's about time. These are the finally stories someone, that need to be told right now. It's awareness. It's a partly awareness. Who else in the uh, the infinite the, the war? I don't fucking know. Me and Brett were texting about this earlier today, <laughs> and he was he was like. There's a whole genre of article now that's just dedicated to uh, recognizing all the characters in, in a trailer. <laughs> like it's like it's just the that's chappy uh, of yeah <laughs> of the article. seventeen characters you may have missed. <laughs> yeah. in the Infinity War trailer. It's what the perfect you? film for the BuzzFeed generation. <laughs> yeah. You can just list the characters. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like 
it's very sad, but at the same time, you kind of need it because you're like, I don't know who the fuck all these people are. Good <laughs> SEO. Yeah. Good search engine. <clears throat> there was a Conan joke from like 20 years ago, like back when he was on NBC. NBC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when he was like on the late late shows. So yeah, it was like probably 20 years ago, late 90s. And uh, it was just a bad comedian, and the comedian was bad because he would come out and he would just read the names of cities uh-huh. and have people cheer. <laughs> yeah. and, that's uh, hilarious. That's kind of what it feels like these movies are now. Yeah. Like, so it's just someone out there like, so I was in Pittsburgh the other day. Yeah, and like, pa- pause. Long. Pause for applause. Yeah. yeah. I was hanging out with Black Panther the other day. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing that I know. That trailer looks pretty bad, too. I didn't. I haven't seen it. And yeah, because I, I went and saw the... The the tour movie, tour Rainbow Connection. No tour. What's it called? Tour. Uh, tour, Final Fantasy. Tor, Thor Immigrant Song. It should be called Thor Immigrant Song. <laughs> it's the one where he fights the Hulk. Yeah. What is I it called? That. I forgot already. I saw it and I already forgot. Imagine. Oh, it's Doctor Parnassus Imaginarium. <laughs> yeah, that's no, the one. It's Ragnarok. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Ragnarok. Thank God I have a production assistant. And so uh, <laughs> I went and saw that, and they did, I think they did an Infinity War call in that, but they also, the Black Panther was before that, and that movie went a way different direction than the title would indicate, in my opinion. I thought it was going to be more of a docudrama, right. perhaps, along the lines of a Bobby, sure, or an MLK sure. kind of situation. You thought Huey Newton it, was going to show up. Yeah, but it's really just about like a king who's black, who's a superhero, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's I feel like everybody's getting real excited, but as if they never saw a Christmas story, like they're they're like, oh, man, <laughs> when Thanos gets all seven infinity stones, yeah, what then? it's like, dude, it's just going to spell out. Watch more Disney movies at the end. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what that's hey. what the Dakota ring is going to tell you. So you're a, you're a movie guy, right? Oh, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely. Movie, so yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. what? Can you explain? Because I actually did not read anything about it. I saw the headlines and ignored it. Will you explain the Frozen controversy? Is there one? Uh, Oh, so I didn't. So Coco apparently had a really bad Frozen movie playing in front of it, but they they didn't show that at my screening, so I I missed it. Okay, so people were. It was so bad, people were just angry at this this short. Yeah. Well, remember when they did the lava movie that everybody hated? You liked it though, didn't you? Yeah, I kind of did. Weirdo. Yeah, it's you just freak. a freak. You know, it was just a cute little Polynesian song. What about was the some, lava movie? It was like about some mount, mountains forever. that were in love. It went on forever. It was longer than the movie that it came after. It was about before. two volcanoes in love, and they hmm. make love, and that's what created Hawaii. Oh, dip. yeah. So they're showing. Oh, yeah, a short you learn that story when you go to like the uh, <laughs> the luau when you visit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Th- that's on the tourist pamphlet that they hand you when you land. Yeah, when in, you're doing the zip Hawaii. line, yeah. the guys telling you about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Kevin Smith really liked uh, Infinity Wars. That's the bottom line of that story. When does that come out? It's still like years away, isn't it? Who fucking cares, really? You gotta, you gotta be the first to drop that release date because you get some serious clicks for that. Oh uh, yeah, just make one up. Well, Fuck clearly, it. I don't know how to get clicks. Like, I would have been yeah. doing what Kevin Smith was doing if <laughs> I had. You any, have to do a blog- any nose no, for money making. Dude, listen, I can't believe I have to tell you this. You just have a blog post that says when does Avengers: Infinity War come out. Oh, that's yeah. the title of the blog yeah, post, right? right. Uh, and then nice. and the blog post says, I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> what do y'all think? Send off in the comments, fam. <laughs> sound off. Yeah, this is your chance to affect it. When do you want it released? Yeah, when would you like to see Marvel Infinity Wars? <laughs> February 18th, maybe. You, you, you judge. Time will tell. 
in conclusion, time will tell. Yeah. In conclusion, America is a land of contrast. Time will also, tell and shit. Do you think that this or whole? You, do you create, think you have to create like an eight-minute YouTube video? So, as as an unemployed man, I've been doing a lot of YouTube, just random YouTube surfing. Yeah. Oh my! What's up, guys? Uh, I'm here today with another video. Uh, it's about this. It's also about this. But before I get into this and this, I'm going to talk to you about why I decided to do a video on this. But before I get into that, just want to let you know to drop a like uh, or a comment uh, yeah, and subscribe. A call really to helps. action. Yeah. What's up? YouTube fam. All oh right, just want to let you know there's a subscribe button. Don't be a fucking stranger. <laughs> You've got to uh, put the image that's not at all what's in the video, too. Yep. Like, it would be like the Thor Ragnarok, like, cool scene but it's just you like with a really dinky webcam, right? Like, mm-hmm. talking the whole time. Yeah, a little image down in the corner with some yep. headphones on. The best is... Nail. You got to do something that's like a very straightforward question. Where it's like, so uh, we saw that you were searching for the time and temperature uh, guide to uh, a hard-boiled egg. So I'm going to teach you about hard-boiled eggs. The thing that I like about hard-boiled eggs is like I've, well, I first had a hard-boiled egg when I was seven, and I was homesick from school. And my dad came into my room. Yeah, <laughs> you're making it so I like that you're personalizing it because yeah, that's great. He'd be I great. didn't just want the temperature of the hard-boiled. I wanted to know the story, and now I feel like I know you more by that. And I'm, you know what? I'm willing to subscribe now. So thank <laughs> Previously, you for I'd only had boiled eggs. <laughs> that that yeah. emotional connection. They weren't as hard w- as they could be. Yeah. And it's like 18 minutes later. You, 18 though, minutes Vincent. of hashtag content. He's like, well, it's 12 minutes. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Vincent, because you are a movie guy. Yeah. Did the yeah. movie people start the whole sexual assault, assault thing? We like, not that didn't, didn't start, start the, the groping. <laughs> but um, didn't didn't like Farachi and Harry Knowles kick this off like two years ago? I feel like yeah, they did. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, they really kind of did. They were ahead of the. I curve. mean, that's innovation, Holmes. <laughs> You know? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I would say that Bill O'Reilly and Roger Ailes kind of were. Were they about four for Raj? They were, but in, they also in HK. They I also it... they also didn't go down for it for a while. Like Bill O'Reilly was paying people millions in like two thousand thirty-two million. Yeah, yeah. that was good. good and it also proves that Woody Allen really is timeless. Yeah, <laughs> his work holds up. Wow. Speaking of which, we got to get to Matt Lauer, oh, and don't. and to me, the most shocking thing about Matt Lauer is that Matt Lauer was making twenty five million <laughs> fucking dollars that a year and getting an, a fucking helicopter from his house in the Hamptons to work every day. Yeah, why was he? The company oh, was paying for. Why was he? Why was he being inappropriate at work when he could have jumped through the TV and fucked pretty much every <laughs> yeah. suburban housewife in America? What is wrong with the world when like we need to pay the guy who reads the fucking teleprompter twenty five? Five million dollars to be our dad. Guy's talented. Had yeah. an emotional connection with the audience. He was Super talented. talented. So the best uh, take on this early take, you know, is is Keith Olbermann, who's another who retired. By Sir, the way. did you hear that? Sir, he, <laughs> that he decided he was done with the resistance because oh, he said that he said the resistance is over because it is clear that Donald Trump is going to be impeached. My work here is done. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. First of all, you made well, that well, happen. Well yeah. done, Keith. Yeah, you yeah, you nailed it. You and GQ got mm-hmm. him impeached. And also, wait, is he still there? You pulled a James O'Keefe stunt and, and, <laughs> yeah. and funneled uh, money right. through the Ukraine to uh, to punk Paul Manafort. It's too bad. I mean, he was pretty good on Sports Center. 
Yeah, yeah. But you know, there's a lot of things that I liked in like 2002 that kind of suck now. Including Sports Center. The Big Show. <laughs> uh, they so called this... it the Big Show back then. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, Scott Van Pelt's good on Yeah, he's, yeah. he's unfairly like tarnished by the Olbermann. But like, what's yeah. the best thing? What do you do with Sports Center? Like, everyone yeah. gets their highlights on Twitter. You gotta like, get like, a friggin' you... host that is harassing people. You're not gonna <laughs> make it in this yeah. goddamn industry. Yeah. Let me tell you something, kid. Yeah. All, I'm the mayor of this the... bullshit town. You get yourself a gropa <laughs> yeah. and a dame. That's, that's a, a guy. show. It's a guy who wants it. If the audience can't tell he's trying to fuck them, they will turn it off. Yes. <laughs> The kids all Instagram their sports scores now. We know it. <laughs> yeah, uh, They're so, Snapchatting their baseball home runs. So as soon as the Lauer news hit, this is Keith Olbermann. Sheesh, this is what I get for arranging to not have to look at Twitter all morning, smiley face. First of all, I have to. What the fuck? Did you have your help keep you away from your phone? Yeah, like, what do you what? mean you wait, arranged wait. not to look at Twitter all morning? I am sort of happy Garrison Keeler fucks. Continue. Okay, we'll get to that, man. Don't yeah. step on my content. Uh <laughs> Second paragraph, Matt Lauer, because you can do paragraphs in Twitter now, which is obviously a great innovation. We need more. That's exactly what we needed. Matt Lauer was remorselessly vindictive and tyrannical to everyone at NBC News, and management repeatedly enabled him and buried the issue. And I did kind of tip you on this, hashtag not at all, humble brag. And then he's got a (laughs) screen-capped tweet from uh, seven days ago. My God, my phone case just melted from the volume of texts about... Three separate rumors of big-name sexual harassment misconduct around media. Pro tip, nobody take Thanksgiving off. So, okay, so, like, great, you did, like, a blind item, but you didn't say anything. Guess how... I'm going to do one of those. Yeah, guess who else guessed that? (laughs) Fucking everyone. I remember (laughs) saying multiple times, like, man, how many people are sitting at home sweating right now (laughs) because they know. I could have made that tweet, Keith, you fucking dipshit. (laughs) Brendan, here's the... I want you to just describe... Since you can see my screen, I want you to describe the other meme that that Keith Olbermann attached to this very tweet. Is this a, a meme? I mean, we'll call it any text with pictures is is like a, a that's half correct. Oh, oh, yeah, it's it's. Um, I know you'll be shocked, so hold on to your monocles. Keith Olbermann looking extremely smug mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in an elevator. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, wearing a wearing a jacket, vest, <laughs> uh, shirt, and tie, and then some dad jeans, uh, which is a really great three piece suit yeah, with jeans. It's a really great look uh, with a you know giant text overlay that says "I told you so." Oh, <laughs> this is my casual three piece suit. <laughs> Rack. That yeah. looking at that picture made me angry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, everything that <laughs> Keith Olbermann does makes me. It, angry it's so self involved. Oh <laughs> like, God. This is what I. Oh God. I guess I took I, time gonna, off Twitter. I'm but... gonna tease something here. I know for a fact <laughs> Willard Scott has a family in his basement tied up. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah. continue. Are they all a hundred? He just forgot him there. He just forgot him. Somebody <laughs> tell me Keith Olbermann groped someone. Oh, he had. There's no way There's with no that way. fucking attitude. Yeah. This is the type of behavior of somebody who has done something and is oh, like, absolutely. oh, I'm on your side. Well, also, it also, yeah. I, I didn't realize that there. there's almost I enough. I am an ally. There's almost <laughs> enough smug pictures of guys in elevators to make it like a genre now. Like a genre. Because yeah. remember, like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about. Uh, never Neve Shulman, the director of Catfish, who, yeah. who, uh-huh. that was who, the best. Who, who took a picture of himself the crying selfie with and, the and, hand over the heart and, in the yeah, elevator yeah. and declared his elevator like a, a harassment free zone. And the best part is, with like with no digging at all, 
you can find out that Neve Shulman got kicked out of college for punching a girl in the face, and his breakout movie was entirely financed by Brett Ratner. Yeah, it's always uh, it's always that. Yeah. Be, otherwise, you still need to grandstand. I find the need to restate this. Then. <laughs> like even people, people have fucking crawled out of the woodwork to defend Bill Cosby. You know, <laughs> and, yeah. like, everybody's like. Yeah, Brett Ratner, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Like, if he was standing next to a hole, everybody would just, like, kick him down yeah. and piss on him. Yeah, like, this is Sparta. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. The, uh, Rack him. Yeah. It was Rack. interesting, though. I was reading the, the Matt Lauer, like, allegations, and th- there were many that made it seem like he's been like this, and it's very obvious that Dude, he's probably a piece of shit. Dude, the sex button on his desk. What? I didn't hear so about that. So apparently he has a button under his desk that locks the door. Vince has <laughs> oh, Vince shit. That was like, you read that, and it's like, oh, they were, God. Yeah, buying a chick a dildo and saying, like, I hope to use this on you. Yeah. Playing fuck, would, Mary kill all, all the time. I, I'm tired of this, like, beating around the book where they like, oh, and he said a thing that was like, don't be vague. Yeah. Like, if we're going to... We we're need gonna, to know what happened. If we're going to fire this guy, like, if we're state the gory yeah. fucking details. If we're dragging people's sexual shit out into the public, it needs to be clear. But one yeah. of the allegations did pick pissed me off because it was a girl who's like he invited me into his office and then had sex with me and i didn't want to say no because i was scared for my job and i was like that does not work for me you just got invited in office had supposedly consensual sex even though there was a weird power dynamic and then was like well that was yeah i don't know need to there's a lot of specifics the other one he asked the producer to bring him a pillow at night which i feel like that's a dead giveaway if i (laughs) say come to my hotel room yeah come to my hotel room yeah i mean that's pretty you know what's happening there right like you're not really bringing him a pillow he can call room service for that (laughs) <laughs> or really the concierge anybody yeah nice hotels. but if you have your company if uh, your flying, boss flying you on you. a helicopter every morning like, like that you- would be like if i was staying with vince and another room and i was like vince can you bring me a rubber and some lube <laughs> i would expect vince would know what was going to happen yeah i'd be like hell yes laramie hold on <laughs> but take my poppers but to be fair if vince was your boss and you felt like if you did anything again this guy's getting flown around in a helicopter if you did anything if you said no you might get fired you'd probably show up with the fucking lube and like hello you know try and ring his bell or whatever and like leave <laughs> but you can't just say like fuck you matt if yes. you're matt lauer why wouldn't you just smash on the helicopter Oh yeah, I'm no. sure that's happened. Well, because the helicopter driver, pilot, that's whatever driver, yeah. he drives the helicopter. Yeah, dude. Just gonna, I'm going with that. The interesting point that I hadn't considered prior was someone did say, you know, what's Matt Lauer going to do? Go to a bar and like pick up chicks? Like it's like yeah, yes, absolutely, that's exactly what he does. No, no, because because he's, he's so recognizable. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be on TMZ. So it was like the only way he could get away with being a dirtbag is just like. <sighs> fucking interns i feel like there's a lot of ways to get away with being a dirtbag that i don't know just yeah yeah name them yeah probably probably you just have your you just got you bring your assistant along he takes away people's uh cell phone cameras if they take pictures of you you're good Ooh. dave Chappelle yeah. shows it <laughs> yeah Ooh. that's a Derek uh, jeter Derek jeter apparently oh that really the move yeah. yeah of course so uh, we had or or also people are, like anytime a famous person gets caught with the hooker they're like why does that guy need to buy sex and it's and like, like he yeah, thought that he was working with a professional yeah yeah because he's yeah he has a ton of money and he wants to cheat uh right with somebody who's gonna keep it a secret yeah yeah, I think that's the move. Yeah. Um, like a gentleman, okay? You use a prostitute like a good person. That's right. Yeah. Okay? I mean, honestly. Yeah. They deserve money. True. You let's can't be, be 
yeah, well, yeah, it's better than fucking with people who are just trying to be at work. The way I take this is I just assume <laughs> the person had to be an asshole because, like, some girl's not coming forward for, like, she's getting nothing out of it. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they, someone must have very much disliked you for this. She's just that trying happen. to be at work. Yeah. And yeah. you're trying to yeah. fuck. So you probably had it coming. <laughs> That's rude. Probably had it coming. Seems well, like it. Seems like it. Um, controversial. So, so he had a few problematic interviews before this that maybe people uh, <laughs> should have. People He's going to be hoisted his own petard at this point. They're Monday morning quarterbacking it a little bit. So here's uh, Matt Lauer. Um, this interview was shot while Hathaway was promoting the film version of Les Miserables. The day prior, a paparazzo took a creep shot of the actress as she exited her SUV at the New York premiere of the movie, photographing up her skirt and capturing her not wearing any underwear. Anne Hathaway, good morning. Nice to see you. Good morning, Matt. Seen a lot of you lately. <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. You were... <laughs> oh. I, I, I'd be happy to stay home, but uh, the God. <laughs> Let's just get it out of the way. You had a little... Yeah, you can hear him heavy breathing in that. <laughs> good morning, good morning, Anna. I was just, yeah. I, was just I was just in the green green room looking at your pussy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the weirdest way to say that. Yeah. Like if I was interviewing someone who'd just been exposed to the world, I'd yeah. be like, "Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry." Had a fucking perv take pictures yeah. of your snatch, and he's like, "Hey, saw a lot of you lately, huh? Did, nudge, did nudge. like it." <laughs> You shouldn't be embarrassed at all. It's yeah, nice no, seriously. Yeah, you got some <laughs> prime lips. So, <laughs> wardrobe malfunction mm. the other night. What's the lesson learned from something? It's not a fucking malfunction if someone takes a picture up your What's skirt. What's the lesson learned? Yeah, uh, fuck you. Fuck people. I think <laughs> it would be my takeaway. What a fucking dick. What's the lesson Get your learned camera from out something? Of my snatch. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you know what you, the lesson learned is is you got to lube up your snatch really good so it's like really reflective. That way, when someone tries to take a flash, flash, yes, that's right. Like the lights dude. bouncing yeah. off the lips and then snatch one on one. Got to read the book. Got to read the pamphlet, fam. <laughs> hey, YouTube fam, wanted to let you know about a new pamphlet. Okay, it's called Snatch One on One. You can't let people see your vagina. It's not with a Matt Lauer interview the next day. You got that, that's trying to fuck. You got that back that two tone background with like the comic book. It's like Snatch One One. Every snatch from the like, one. subscribe, keep those snatches <laughs> the, out of public like the eye. One, the one like falls down afterwards. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button, and it's got like, it's got a lot of those edits. The, sna- the word snatch comes out of the hole in the zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of those weird edits, like dear fat people, like the Nicole Arbor video. It's like, here's what you do with your snatch. You snatch. You snatch. It's all jump cuts. Yeah. YouTube is all jump cuts. <laughs> snatch, subscribe. Hit the button. Yeah. <laughs> snatch that fucking like button. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like that other than that you keep smiling which you always do well it was obviously if someone takes that long, i have a new movie out <laughs> yeah if someone takes that long to gulp and answer your question yeah you are a fucking creep yeah and his follow-up to hey i've seen your vagina and everyone has let's start with that was but at least you keep smiling <laughs> yeah why don't you <laughs> smile more you fucking smile when i look at your snatch Obviously, an unfortunate incident. Um, I think it kind of made me sad uh, on two accounts. One was that I was very sad that we live in an age when someone takes a picture of another person in a vulnerable moment and rather than delete it and do the decent thing, sells it. And I'm sorry that we live in a culture 
that commodified sexuality of unwilling participants, which brings us back to Les Mis, exactly. because that's what my character is. She is... And you. Someone- Can I just say that was like the world's most fucking professional? Like, I was she say, put him in his yeah. place. Can I be earnest for a minute and yeah. just say like, what a class act. Yeah. yeah no, what a fucking good. class she act. She put him in his place and she pivoted back to the movie after he Nailed asked it. her about Yeah, that's snatch. pro as. Well. And that's but, like, that's like know, the least surprising thing that like Anne Hathaway could just deal with that like a total pro. Like, yeah. I don't really know that much about her. I don't like read interviews of, with movie people or anything. You know she's been in Hollywood um, for five years. Right. Dude, she has like nothing substantive to say. Uh, not not because of any personal fault, but that's just what you know happens. Uh, it's like reading um, post-game locker room quotes in yeah. sports. Um, but like, yeah, very unsurprising that she could just like handle that. And it like, turns she out fucking that, smoked yeah, it. It turns yeah. out that Anne Hathaway with words. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 you and your dad, Joe. Oh, grandpa's Damn, here. Son. <laughs> The problem is Matt Lauer was trying to finish there, and she kind of, by pivoting in the movie, didn't let him, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so, you can actually hear him go, when he, in the middle of that answer, when she's pivoting, he goes, yeah. Yeah. He was one stumble. He was one verbal stumble away from going, it's a pussy wad! It's a wad! <laughs> Do they know the the outline of those interviews? I feel like I don't know. it's yeah. possible that she might be like, I want to address this up front, and I do want no to tie chance. it to the movie. No it's chance. Like a, it's like a talk show. I highly doubt that that was, yeah. that was a setup. I'm not going to sit here today. <laughs> and try and defend Matt Lauer, yeah. but I thought I'd ask the question. Let me see. <laughs> Let me You've see. had the thing, though, where they come up to you and say, don't ask this, right? Like, I've had that one, too. Uh, yeah, I can't remember any specifics, but... But it's always it's something like, they don't want to fucking talk about the pussy thing. Oh, yeah. you, know, you know what I break. had was... Um, uh, what's his name? Brett Gelman, when he was feuding... I can't remember... Oh, he he had talked shit on uh, Sam Hyde for the Million Dollar... Oh, yeah. Uh, million Dollar Extreme. Extreme, yeah. yeah. Sam Hyde's like a, a terrible gone. alt-right Trump supporter, but he's like really funny, and I kind of hate myself for, for liking it. His fake TED Talk was so good. It was really yeah. good. So then um, he kind of got canned from Adult Swim, and I asked Brett Gelman about it, and he was like... And he just... He, just, he was like super classy about it. He's like, yeah, I don't want to... You don't. Can you just not put this in the interview? I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. And I was yeah. Like, yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I just, you know, it's in the news. I got to ask you about it. Yeah. But uh, um, so I feel like Matt Lauer's main skill was getting fucking brutally owned by his interviewees. Like here's Corey Feldman, and uh, is it Corey? Corey Fe- it's is Corey it Feldman. And the Angels? No, it's just Corey Feldman okay. by himself. Solo. Uh, Lauer's asking him about. Uh, Corey Feldman's Kickstarter campaign because he's trying to make a movie about Hollywood sexual abuse, and for some reason, this is where Matt Lauer decides to like go hard in the Ooh, paint and ask the, and ask the tough questions. <laughs> so here you go. It's raised just under two hundred thousand dollars. Correct. Okay. Is that about right? So it's going to take a long time to raise ten million dollars. Two months. And yeah. you've just told me that this is still prevalent in Hollywood. So. Yeah. Every day you wait, every day you try to raise money, mm. I would imagine you believe that children are being abused by pedophiles in Absolutely. Hollywood. Absolutely. So why are you sitting down talking to me? Why aren't you sitting down with the police right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> why is he so adversarial about this? Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. Matt Lauer, I communicate at scale with you. The police is just me and them in a room. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I told the police. In fact, if anybody wants to go back to 1993, when I was interviewed by the Santa Barbara Police Department, I sat there and I gave them the names. 
They're on record. They have all of this information, but they were scanning Michael Jackson. All they cared about was trying to find something on Michael Jackson. Who you said, by the way, did not abuse who you. Who Michael was innocent, and that was what the interview was about with the police in 1993. I told them, he is not that guy. And they said, well, maybe you just don't understand your friend. And I said, no, I know the difference between pedophiles and somebody who's not a pedophile because I've been molested. Here's the names. Go investigate. And let me push this forward. There are thousands of people in Hollywood who have this same information. Why is it all on me? Why is it if I don't release the names in the next two months, six months, or a year, I'm the bad guy. I'm the victim here. I'm the one who's been abused. I'm the one who's trying to come forward and do something about it. But there are, hold back. on, please, I'm sorry. There are thousands of people out there, Matt, who have this information. Any one of those child actors that went to the teenage soda pop clubs with me when I was a kid know who those people are and the people who ran it. Anybody can go back through history and look at the teen magazines and say, what was the name of that venue they were all promoting and who ran that venue you've and said, who endorsed it? You've said you've had death threats yes. um, because you have this information yes. and have threatened to expose it. Another reason, I think, to go to police, that's a crime to threaten someone's life. I've gone to the police with that as well. I, and, and, and Have you? Can I see the report? <laughs> yeah. No, if you've done it, let me see it. I mean, I've never heard Corey Feldman make sense like that. Sound like he's a reasonable making, human. I mean, he sounds like he's in a fucking courtroom drama and he yeah. just... And he just won at the end. Yeah. No, that sounded legit. I was. Well, no. What, I mean, what was the cop's name then? If you talked to the cop, what was his name? <laughs> yeah. What were you wearing? <laughs> Kathy Johnson. So that was weirdly <laughs> adversarial. I'm guy. In topic you too. <laughs> that was weirdly adversarial for a topic you're never yeah. adversarial about, like in general, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, the, I, I will. You can read that as like what he's saying is this is a serious issue. Like we yeah. can't fuck around about it. You <laughs> yeah. know. Also, why are you fucking mad at me, Matt Lauer? <laughs> we can't fuck around with that here on the Today Show. Yes. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, uh, Listen, Corey, there are no kids here, okay? I assure you. <laughs> First, we got uh, Corey Feldman. I'm going to interview him. I'm wondering why he hasn't gone uh, gone to the police about all the people uh, that molested him. And after that, him. seven recipes for your mom to try. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, uh, Kathy Lee and Hoda are going to drink seven glasses of wine and and, and talk about the royal Some wedding. low-calorie Thanksgiving recipes. <laughs> We're going to discuss uh, the royal wives and which ones are the hottest. But first, how to watch your tummy line when you're in the buffet line. <laughs> That's good. Oh, man, I can tell you're a veteran of the morning show, buddy. <laughs> Pivot like Anne Hathaway over here. Uh, so Garrison Keeler. Oh, he gets it. He gets it. The keel, the keel man. Like, whoa, be gone. Am I right? They haven't, uh, they haven't released details of what this actually was. He, it was he, dirty. Oh, really? I was going to say I heard his side, which is uh, a woman was sad, and he put his hand on her yeah. back, and it uh. slipped up a little bit. Uh, and then yeah. he apologized, she and she said it was all good. Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, yeah, but why did you go to the police then? Yeah. That's what happened. I mean, well, I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying oh, that's no, all Why I've did you heard. go to the police, Brendan? <laughs> I, you know, I should have. I should have reported it. <laughs> well, you got to hear both sides. Uh, if that was what really happened, that seems uh, somewhat uh, innocent. Doesn't really seem like a fireable offense to me. No, that also doesn't, uh, you know, the, on the, uh, conversely, it doesn't seem like a thing that one would hold on to for uh, 10 years. And uh, uh-huh. if that was the only thing, I don't think that uh, you would probably be telling people about it. What I heard is there's two people dressed like elves. One of them had a Yule log made from poop, and there's a lot going on. Whoa. That's what I heard. This. Whoa. Yes. We'll be gone. 
Woe begone. So I feel like Garrison Keillor is just at the edge of my cultural memory. And it's like I can like I can get right up to the border and I have like vague half memories of him. But no. Where all the children. I just remember like lots of deep breaths and like lots of like, you know, like kind of baritone. Like, (laughs) and then, you know, it's Minnesota. So like everyone's Swedish. So it's like, and then Jan Janssen went out to his dairy farm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, threw a cat in the fire and got falsely accused of the well, murder of Teresa. Well, it's quite a Christmas down here in <laughs> Lake Wobegon. Minnie the cat says so she's it's it's always like whimsical, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's here's, never any sexual assault. I guarantee never. Those stories. So I was reading yeah. through his uh, like the whole bio in the Minneapolis Star Tribune, trying to figure out all the things about him. Um, and so this was a, a bit that I was sort of surprised to read. At the show's peak, Keeler drew four million listeners every week while serving as Minnesota's cultural ambassador with tales of the mythical Lake Wobegon that gently skewered the state's strong worth of work <laughs> ethic, good-hearted earthiness, and humble nature. Because, you know, you got to skewer that. you got to skewer that. It's gotta skewer. Yeah, that's, fuck them. That's ripe for a skewering. <laughs> uh, Humble-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> work, work your field, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Keeler appeal, appeared on the cover of Time Magazine. His book, Lake Wobegon Days, sold more than one million copies in 1985. And then here's here's where it takes a little turn. Uh, Playgirl named him one of the sexiest men in America. <laughs> okay. Juh? <laughs> He's a... Uh... When? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I'm looking at a picture of him from like the late 80s. 1812? And he's... Like, what are you talking? He's got big caterpillar eyebrows and like a, a, he's got like a, not like a lazy eye, but sort of just like a lazy, lazy face, like a lazy, lazy yeah, half. He's got a lazy face. <laughs> he's got a, bit well, of a sure, lazy face. Sure, He's got a lazy face. Yeah. Um, Maybe he had the palsy. We don't know. Yeah, don't could judge. be. He's got, uh, he's got the eyes that don't quite point. In he's the got strong norm core. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but they fired him and we don't actually really know what he did yet. Did, when fi- did they fire him from, though? Because like his show's over, isn't it? Minnesota Public Radio. Oh, NPR. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Strong work ethic those people have. Anyone who was ever around my show can tell you that I was the least physically affectionate person in the building. Actors hug. Musicians hug. People were embracing every Saturday night, left and right. And I stood off in the corner like a stone statue. That's a weird defense right there, too. That's weird. If I had a dollar for every woman who asked to take a selfie with me and who slipped an arm around me and let it drift down below the belt line, I'd have at least $100. All those cock-grabbing Minnesota chicks. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty sluts, a lot of them. Used to milking cows every morning. Strong wrists. It's always weird when someone, like, defends themselves by not defending themselves, but by, like, moving the ball a little bit. Like, look, if I was someone who did sexual assault... Why would I always so wear so many clothes? Doesn't make any yeah. sense, does it? Yeah. And you're like, Wait, no, I don't think. It's a lot of clothes They're like, yeah, off. I was always uh, in cold weather. Always had a lot of clothes on, a lot of layers. I couldn't do it. His defense, oddly, is like, oh, everyone else was hugging like normal people, but I was being an odd guy off in the corner. I'm like, oh, like someone who secretly sexually harasses people. That's very off-putting. Hey, I'm giving I'm giving G Keels the the benefit of the doubt until I hear some damn details. Yeah. Oh, he's been getting his cock grabbed. Tell me about his. Hungry Minnesota whores. (laughs) (laughs) 
He actually had a button installed in his in his dairy barn. He's thirsty that, ass public it locks, radio. It locks. He's got a button that locks the barn door as soon as those, the cows are, are back. Those, in. those guitarists strum their guitars to and fro. No one's accusing them of anything. Strumming away with their fingers. <laughs> There's a guy in a cable knit sweater at his live reads that politely asks women if they'd like to go backstage and meet him. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to go meet Mr. Keeler? No. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Wow. And this was just there. this was just a day after that he wrote a, a Washington Post editorial uh, defending Al Franken. Yep. Ah, that's probably how Makes he got sense. got. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's a hit job? You never know. I don't even know who this guy is. Still, I was peeing you come during the end. King. So. <laughs> That's what do you think this. about the Al Franken shit? I, don't, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> read the sec- Sounds like I gave him a new nickname. I haven't read the second one. Uh huh. What was the, the, I mean, the second one? The first one was just like the he the boob like uh, picture. The boob picture, which was bad, and the rehearsed kiss, and the rehearsed kiss, which is unclear a little. Uh, yeah, and then Prob- uh, probably bad. Yeah, and then know. the other, the only other one that I heard was a woman said that she was taking pictures with him at a state fair and his hand drifted around her ass. Clearly a Minnesota problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These drifting picture hands. Ah, I, just, I grew up in Minnesota. The rules were different. But yeah, I mean the that's... The old Minnesota ass grab. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> it sounds maybe not cool, but I, I don't know. Like it doesn't seem... It doesn't it, seem... Fun. It turns I mean, out it's not Minnesota know, nice. It's Minnesota nice. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, it's the 69th state. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why if I'm grabbing so many asses? Is there no Instagram account? I don't have one. Yeah. All of a sudden, that wouldn't make any sense, right? Think about no. that. Yeah. Think about it, dude. Think about it. Jeez. Blame <laughs> the real victims here. So Jeez. my question is, when is Ira Glass gonna go down, dude? <laughs> oh, it's possible. He's got it coming. Malcolm Gladwell this, coming down. Oh, secret, oh. secret horn dog. Not Malcolm oh. Gladwell. Uh, you know hair. what? The hair's I, always been a lot. Come I was on. saying earlier, it's going to be uh, Ken Burns next. Where he's, oh, he's just uh, yeah. filming. He's just zooming in on on pictures of young girls and filming Andy them for Rudy's seven just hours. Like zoomed died. in and then panning around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just panning around. <laughs> panning around. My I, dearest Lucretia. Yeah. I feel like there's Civil no war sounds war is, still for no war reason. War is hell. <laughs> but your pussy is heaven. Like, sabers clanking. Musket volleys. Just on a girl's butt. <laughs> I don't think it's a pattern of behavior, but I'd be surprised if there's not a single Judd Apatow story. Oh well, yeah, yeah, seems a yeah. little odd. I don't know. The He's... ghost, the ghost of Andy Rooney is a big sigh of relief tonight that he wasn't alive for for these things because you know he pounded. What you know I, he when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and you I'm so the... sick of these women. Bananas were were sixty nine cents a pound, and the other thing. <laughs> As long as we're making predictions, though, okay? Yeah. Check your Another phones. Come out. Okay, check your phones yep. because over the next couple weeks, I'm telling yep. you, something's gonna come somebody, out. Somebody, something's gonna come out, and you heard it here first. <laughs> you better yeah. go. Get, you heard it right here. Yeah. You, you better, better go don't go fucking sleep on me, or I'll Joey. be in a goddamn elevator wearing a suit, <laughs> telling you to fuck yourself no, Nostradamus over here and I'm gonna tell you what it's someone you've heard of so there that's oh, right that's another clue. yeah it's, it's there's a bombshell it's coming <laughs> so I had this uh I had this this was before Garrison Keeler, but I feel like it's sort of relevant now but I I, I wanted to, I had a tales from NPR queued up because I know Matt loves to hate NPR uh-huh. um and I love this American life but I like to give it a hard time and this is like the most and uh, the most uh, this American life uh, intro that I've heard in quite some time. Because the thing about This American Life is that it's just stories that are good, and like yeah. that's a, that's a hard hook to sell. Yeah. So like at the beginning of every show, he's got to create this sort of uh, contrived 
Um, I'm wearing a glass, the, and this is butterflies. He's got to create this sort of contrived thematic through yeah. line that connects all these stories that are, you know, they're good stories. Right. Maybe you just say, hey, I'm Aaron Glass. Leave are they just lying through our lives? Leave some fucking good stories that you're going to like. And I'd be What's like, up, hell podcast yeah. podcast fam? I'm Ira Glass here. I know you guys like good stories. What's up, guys? This is This American Life. <laughs> We're talking about, I got a story about hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this one, uh, that fucking subscribe button. We're talking flags. This usually <laughs> does a pretty elegant job of it. This one, this one felt a little creaky. I'm not gonna lie. So horse, horse walks into a. Sorry, this is supposed. To, I like it. There we go. Yeah, that, walks into a movie theater because oh. it's popcorn. And a horse walks into a movie theater. Okay, uh-huh. oh. okay. okay. Diet Coke and sits down in one of the few seats that are left. He realizes right away there's a cow sitting directly in front of him, like wearing this huge hat. Like, totally inappropriate to wear indoors. One of those big, tall Stetson hats, completely blocking his view. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of, like, the aristocrats, but told by a guy who has, like, no knack for, for humor <laughs> yeah. at all. Where he's, like, he's adding details and he's riffing, but he's, like, making it less funny. Like, he's, like, you know, it's just, like, when you're at a movie theater. Yeah. And there's a guy, and he's totally blocking your view. Yeah, it's, like, he's trying to make it more newsworthy, but not, like, a joke. Anyway. Yeah. So the way taps the cow on the shoulder. Excuse me. Cow doesn't budge. No response at all. So again, the horse taps him on the shoulder. Excuse me. (laughs) The cow is like ice. It's like a statue. So okay, one more time. Taps him on the shoulder. He's fucking drawn. He knows this rule of threes right there. Gotta get there. Gotta get there. The old pro. When I hear (laughs) Hey, can you take off your hat? Cow turns around, he's like, Oh my god, it's a talking horse. Oh, oh my god. god. Wait, wait. He's going to explain the joke. Okay, not the greatest joke in the world. Okay. But what I love about the joke is that for once in the joke, the animals acknowledge that we should not be having animals talking in jokes. Oh, wow. Like, that's the actual punchline of the joke. That's the premise. Like, we as human beings are so constantly blurring the line between animals and people <laughs> in kids' stories and movies and the way we talk to our no, pets. Like, we can't help that's ourselves. not what that joke is saying, Ira Glass. It's not. At all. That is like when I read, like, half of a book for a class and I had to write an essay and I was like, all right, just use the information you have. And the and, little boy. Yeah, society. Yeah. Get creative, brother. Put on your connecting shit pants. You get off your ass and you find that fucking dog. God damn it, Iron Glass. You fucking son of a bitch. Sometimes I think about that talking horse. (laughs) My Mima. When I hear Ira Glass's voice, I just immediately feel like I'm in New York. (laughs) He's from Baltimore. That's the crazy thing. But it's so New York, it doesn't matter. We do it so much. Going for a walk, such a blurred line. The dog's walking like a human. You get it? Uh huh. Uh huh. (laughs) Jokes. Where the animals call us out on it. And I bring this up because that's our show today. Today on our program, we have two stories of human beings not just trying to blur the line between people and animals, but trying to erase that line completely. This is animal there's, fuckers. There's that one Borat. I'm Iron Glass. Fuckers. And this is dog fucker. <laughs> there's that one Borat segment where he's like, I have joke. Uh, the chair it has shoes and it is walking <laughs> it's, like, it's one of those things that like a, like most Borat is really dumb but also kind of amazingly brilliant yeah, yeah, yeah. where it sort of like subverts the whole concept of like what is the like how a joke like the structure of a joke right um, 
Yeah. And I will give Borat credit for that because I liked it when I was like 13. Because I was what? like, this shit doesn't even make sense. There is not a lot that I won't give Borat credit for. It right. holds up, goddammit. But, but yeah, I'm saying, I mean, that, you, you have to solve the, it. You have to keep the played outness of it a little separate from. Sure. You know, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of like, I feel the same way about Napoleon Dynamite, where sort of like every idiot kind of ended up going like, gosh, yeah, uh, yeah. Idiot. you know, like, and it, it kind of got played out, but sure. like that movie, it's a great movie. Yeah. Or like the Rick James thing, you know? Yeah. I there was I, a period in 2004 where every yeah. fucking asshole on a college campus was going, I'm Rick James, bitch. And it got really annoying. And <laughs> yeah. Dave Spell even had a bit about it. Yeah. Um, but that episode on its own merits fucking incredible. solid stuff one of the best pieces of comedy ever yeah Hold and on. that brings me Larry was trying to get movement. a word in but yeah that brings me to the civil rights movement i'm ira glass and this is Trump's america i like that podcast bit because what it says is <laughs> <laughs> no what but i guess i was just saying that you can also like borat and like the first time i saw it just given my age i probably liked it for the wrong reasons because i was like what is he saying it's just <laughs> random like it's so random it's hilarious why would you even say that it's yeah. so fucking hilarious but there there actually is something there it's- oh i think the the if there's one 30 second clip of borat that demonstrates the genius of it i think it's when he's at the racist rodeo and like the the super fucking psychotic rodeo announcer guy is like you know what you gotta do is shave that mustache and he's like <laughs> You ain't one of these dadgum Muslims, are you? And, and Borat, without skipping a beat, he goes, No, no, I follow the hawk. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a hawk motion with his hand. And to this day, I think that's like one of the best comedy sequences was, I've ever seen. From the, from the show, there was a bit where he went to a rodeo um, and also did a, yet another brilliant thing, which was like, he got brought out to sing the Kazakhstani national anthem yeah. and he just did a filibuster and just kept singing for like 15 minutes and was like, ha, like, just warbling. Basically. Yeah, it just went for so long and that, like, that was, I thought, like, wow, that's awesome. Well, did yeah. you know, did you listen? I think, I think I got this from WTF, but it was a long time ago, so I don't remember. Did you hear Sasha Baron Cohen's story, how he literally went to like fucking clown school? Yeah. And, like, yeah. did performance art and you're like, oh, holy shit this is not just like a jackass guy this is someone who he went to clown school this guy got a fucking red nose but you know he's got like a, a steve-o went to clown school ironically oh really yeah well that actually makes he sense went there well. ironically or he went uh like, no he went i guess that's not ironic <laughs> good question coincidentally yeah yeah, yeah. I guess it's maybe not even a coincidence. I didn't. I guess I shouldn't have thrown Jackass under the bus because it's pretty good too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Jackass came on TV the other day. Well, but Steve, it, it makes oh, sense because he's like thing. he's always like juggling and on a unicycle and shit. It's like yeah, yeah. of course he lived in clowns. He's a fucking psycho. That <laughs> yeah, dude. He's insane. And it, he got they fed the beast for a long time, and I think it went overboard. Well, for it's kind of hard to go wrong with just like taking slapstick to an extreme end. I mean, like yeah. it's a pretty simple yet effective recipe, which is like what they did. Well, yeah. it's a. I mean, it's a certain not to over intellectualize it, but it's the same thing as that Rick James sketch, which was like something was funny that was happening on the set, and instead of that just being a joke for the crew they're like hey this is actually funny let's film that like there's that scene where um 
Charlie Murphy's doing like the weird face, like at the beginning yeah, of, the, yeah. of the sketch. Uh, the, the time traveling haters. Yeah, and it was like funny on the show, and so they're like, "Well, why don't we just put that in the show?" And it's yeah. like, "Well, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's that's a good idea. You should do that." And that was kind of like Jackass. They're like, "Hey, all these like dumb videos that we make in between the skate videos, people actually like those more yeah. than the skating. Why don't we just do that?" Yeah. I was really got they a, were talking a, Seinfeld. A, I was really got a kick out of the uh, roller disco in the back of the semi truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was really good there's not there's not many of them that i didn't enjoy yeah to be to be quite honest steve-o pole vaulting on the stuff how old were you Tropical when that stuff vaulting? came out i think i was in college, college. Yeah. yeah college yeah dude i think i was in middle school so like everybody had a fucking jackass knockoff i had one yeah. with my friends called like mac and cheese and <laughs> we did the dumbest <laughs> shit but it was the most fun thing in the world because you saw this thing that was hilarious mm-hmm. you had nothing to do you had free time and it was like okay well we can like you know tie recycling bins to the back of a bike and like drag them down a hill until someone eats shit with yeah. my mom's camcorder and it was like the most fun way to spend an afternoon ever as someone who was in high school pre-jackass i mean you're just doing that naturally doing like that anyway like, i mean being impressionable and watching jackass probably helps but like you're gonna do it anyway it's the only difference that's when camera. you're an 18 year old dude and you're an idiot that's just what you do yeah uh you guys all need to pay homage to fucking bob sag at america's funniest home videos motherfucker uh, that's true you know who i think I america lost? this is you yeah who when did they start having the ska theme song was that at, was that post bob saget <laughs> was it like america's honey fun videos like 80s oh yeah but it's it, it carried it might still be going on now those videos are funny <laughs> they are they're the funniest home videos that america they're just has funny videos they are if that was still on, I'm sure Bob Saget would get taken down by some alligator. And then, then there was <laughs> yeah. a documentary about Japanese killing whales, and then there was Jackass. And yeah. So they led to each other. Yeah, it's like one it's like plus cove. one. Yeah. I, I will say, I knew a guy in college who grew up in the L.A. area, and he was in a bunch. He was like an extra in a bunch of just random shit, and he was an extra on Full House. And he said that nice. Bob Saget was on the set telling all kinds of dirty jokes. So I yep. think you got something there. Yeah, this is yeah. very possible. Yeah. I've, yeah. Heard, I've you heard ever he's seen him live. Dirty. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's not good, but it is filthy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like he's been trading off this thing that, like, actually, he's not the dad. Oh, from I'm Full not House. Danny Tanner. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally like, it. Yeah, we know, man. How about you tell a fucking funny joke? It was pretty bad. It's like he tells a bad joke and then he tells 20 tags that are not as funny, but right. like, just be. I don't know. Wait, what's a, a tag? Guitar. What's a tag? What? Yeah. It's like when you add a line to a joke. Is it like an impromptu or is it like planned? It's planned. It's like if you... Could be either. Yeah. It's it's almost like if the rhythm was like there's a setup and then there's a punchline, but then you have like the big laugh is kind of gone, but you have a couple more like bam, bam, yeah. jabs to kind of taper down. You're like, you're like yes anding yourself. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the best tags is the uh, Italian guys who just seen Rocky. Uh, by Eddie Murphy, yeah, and yeah. at the end, he's like, uh, you know, the ambulance driver, and he's like, I got a uh, little Italian guy with a black guy wrapped around his neck, and then he stops for a second, and he goes, and a box of juji fruits up his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I learned more about comedy on this show. Oh, there you go. I'm so. I didn't glad. even know what a tag was. I thought it was like Banksy. Those tags, right? Oh yeah, he does. Well, he does stencils, dude. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. What if Mickey Mouse was like holding a bomb, isn't it? what i like about this graffiti is what it tells us about society (laughs) laramie that is also one of my favorite ali g jokes golly man it's so but and he said it to him 
Yes, that's why it's so good. He said Boutros like eight you times. You is the head of the UN's Boutros. It just goes forever. It's so good. I mean, you got to give him credit for uh, calling Buzz Aldrin Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah, Buzz Lightyear. Some of the interviews are so good. Didn't he, he did interview Andy Rooney, and he was such a grump ass about it. It was yep. so perfect. Oh, Donald well, because, Trump was the only one who like didn't even stay for the interview. Yeah, he's like, All right. thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he pulled out a skateboard deck, and it was like one of the only times he's come close to breaking character. He pulled out a skateboard deck, and he's like, it's a hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, the uh, the guy who fell through the cracks was Tom Green, because Tom Green yeah. was like sort of pre-Jackass and yep. sort of similar in tone to Jackass. This is the Tom Green show. It's not the Green Tom show. That was a this funny is show. my favorite show. I defend that show. Well, there's there's some DNA of uh, Nathan Fielder because they're both yeah, like absolutely. extremely yeah, Canadian, big time. You know, yeah. So, just making people uncomfortable, kind of. Well, thing. And just but also like in a in such a Canadian, a, a nice Canadian disarming way. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. like Nathan Fielder gets as far as he gets because he's like, well, you know, like what if we just tried that? You know, like I can't really watch him because I really feel embarrassed for the people. Like I get worried, <laughs> I get anxious. Yeah, like the poo yogurt. Yeah, like I feel bad. Or like the mini pizzas when he takes it and like they want to beat the shit out of him. Like I get worried. So Brendan, you, poor you, guy. You, <clears throat> you like binged it from start to finish recently. I did, right? I did, yeah. I never okay, watched it. Okay, the great one list. though is when he's going to reveal himself to kids, expose himself. <laughs> yeah. Because then he like says to the judge, like, I don't care what happens. You know, like to prove like intent yeah. or whatever. Yeah, to prove the intent, yeah. <laughs> oh, that one's pretty spectacular because it makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> The judge is pretty good the way he like leverages yeah, like, him. And he, and he he faked him into signing something, right? Where he's like, now you're liable or something. Well, right? it was the lawyer. That's yeah. a trick he uses a couple times where like he has he goes like, oh, he signed the release form. And then the release form has some bizarre clause in it. And uh, yeah, he made the lawyer sign a release clause that, uh, that uh, he right. would be liable for everything. <laughs> well, you signed this, didn't you? He's legit brilliant. He's um, fucking awesome. Yeah, like I, you saw the finale. I think the finale should be be eligible for like the best documentary Oscar. Yeah. That was amazing. What was it? So the guy the, the Bill Gates impersonator? They were like in the first season <laughs> he had this guy who was a Bill Gates impersonator. And it was and then, like they put him on the spot and he goes like, "Oh, in the 80s we had commu- computers and it was tremendous." <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. He's clearly like a guy who really doesn't know anything about uh, Microsoft or Bill Gates. And he's like, well, I kind of look like Bill Gates, so here we go. Yeah. And uh, and this guy wants to find his long lost love. So and it's like this guy who's single and is in his late seventies, and he has all these regrets. So he's like, he's automatically really sympathetic, but then when he actually gets around women, he's kind of like pervy and, gr- and gross. So it's He's like Keelerin. Yeah, it's like this whole mix of emotions. And then uh, Fielder has like a weird relationship with the escort that he. Hi- Why did he hire the escort again? He hired the escort to do like some dry runs to like yeah, get him right. acclimated to being around women again. Yeah. But he didn't want to, the guy didn't want to be around um, any escorts. So it was, uh, it was the full range of emotions. I have not seen anything that made well, i mean i almost had to fast forward when he was making out with the uh when nathan fielder was making out with the escort in the oh, hotel yeah. room. 
Yes. Like one uh, of the most painfully awkward sequences I've ever uh, seen. <laughs> well, a couple episodes before that, he had the idea for the soundproof booth that you could put a kid in so you could fuck if you're staying in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. And so he, he has a, a group of, he has two parents bring oh a kid over God. to test it and he hires porn stars to oh, come yeah. in and fuck. But Saw the best that. part is he makes the parents watch and then he made the porn stars call them by the, call each other by the parents' names. <laughs> oh my God. And then he's just that. standing there. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, that whole show is kind of about just like LA though at that point, right? Oh, like absolutely. people will just accept yeah. that you're doing this now. Yep. Well, see, that's the thing. Uh, it's very much like Bruno. Like I love Borat and I think Borat is funnier than the Bruno movie. But the thing about the Bruno movie is like the Borat movie, he was basically like ripping on people who are really good people for the most part, except for like the Muslim <laughs> guy at the end. But like the driving instructor guy is like a really good guy. Like the Jewish uh, bed and breakfast owners are like super nice. Um, and then the Bruno movie is almost exclusively him ripping on terrible people. And it's all like LA stage moms where he's like, do you think that you could get your, uh, five-year-old to maybe lose like 20 pounds for this role? (laughs) And and, you know, the stage moms are like, Oh yeah, of course, you know? (laughs) And, and that's very much, uh, Nathan for you is that, the show wouldn't exist without LA and Craigslist. Like the whole show is basically like, here's because who would really let someone be exposed from their children, right? Like you're not going to sign that release form. Like that's awful. Yeah, right. but in LA, you have an entire class <laughs> of people who are like, now they got an IMDb credit, man. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're barely employed and trying to get on TV somehow, and so he just has like this entire when he pool had the, the fake guinea pigs. show. Like all those people on the fake bachelor show. Like there's that one girl, he like asks her name and then she's like, also I'm coming out with a Christian rock CD. (laughs) Like right away. Just went, went right for it. Yeah. Anyway, I did enjoy the rebate one where he makes the people climb the mountain and they like (laughs) find like each other over the course of days or whatever. And then the rebate thing is like 20 yards away. I would have given him the rebate after all that. It was like a breakfast club moment for me. I had it like that, but he didn't. He let him suffer. Yeah, it's pretty mean. (laughs) And then there's that whole weird exchange at the end where the guy told him to drink his grandson's pee. <laughs> well, he's explaining what happened on top of the mountain, and the one guy was like really into uh, like homeopathic remedies, and he said he drank his own pee. <laughs> yeah. and so he's like doing like the typical Nathan like deadpan thing, where he's like, you know, it's amazing. We went to the top of the mountain, and I met Mark, and Mark drinks his own pee, and then like the guy at the gas station is clearly just so fed up with this fucking guy, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Oh yeah, you drink my grandson pee," and like turns around and like pulls out a photo of his grandson, and then Nathan's like, "What?" <laughs> and then yeah. I, I think it was some weird like lost in translation thing. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, the best. I mean, the best stuff of his is when he doesn't know if he's uncomfortable, right? Like, I think that's when the yeah. interesting stuff happens. Like There's... when he's forcing it, I don't enjoy it. But when he's not sure what's happening anymore, that's when I do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. There was a a long time ago. I was at a restaurant with a couple friends, and there was like this really yeah, you were. weird guy. Fuck yeah this really weird guy sitting a couple seats away, but it was like the long communal tables and all communal of a sudden he, like, tables are the fucking worst. They're the worst. Way. And he yeah. starts asking us about like what kind of car he should buy. And he's like telling us that like, he's like, um, you know, he, he, he wants to buy like, like, Oh, should I buy? Like he had this really thick accent, you know, English is not his first language. He's like, Oh, should I buy BMW or Mercedes? Like, you know? And, and we're kind of like, dude, chill out, you know? And like, <laughs> yeah. I think we sort of like, he sort of got offended that we didn't want to hang out with him or talk to him. So all of a sudden he like jumps up really fast. He goes, What's up, guys? I cut my dick off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
what? And we were like, what? <laughs> like, I think that's some weird, uh, like, cultural. Oh, that's my like, favorite genre of person is the old guy who hangs out at the coffee shop or the bar who tries to trap random people in a conversation with him because mm-hmm. he's very lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, mm-hmm. you don't say anything, right? You, like, order, like, hey, I'll get a whiskey Coke. He'll be like, Coke, right? Not the same as it used to be. And you're like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Why, how did I get involved in this conversation from a guy 20 yards away from me? And I experience this a lot because uh, I'm alone uh, a lot. Like, I, you know, I do, my, <laughs> do my job alone. I go out. To, I like, there's a lot of times when I want to just go have a beer at a bar. And talk to strangers who sit next to me. <laughs> but not <laughs> trap them in conversation. Right. Like you right. want to see what happens naturally, right? And then there's some other guy there who's just trying to force he's, it, man. and he's, he's ruining it for guys hey, like he's you. He's trying to you're like cram on, it. You sitting dry. on a stool over there? You yeah, sitting on that yeah. stool? I had some uh, some Russian dude like hammered, like barely could stand up, and I was like standing, like I'd just gotten off stage, and I was standing, and he just like came up to me, didn't want to talk about a show or anything. He just came up, he said. You are the same as my son. <laughs> you live in bubble. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, it's actually pretty nice. Like, I like living in a bubble. Yeah, you're I'm trying aware to, of You're trying to yes and him. Yeah, I'm kind of like, yeah, no, it's nice, though. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm aware oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bubble boy. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm very self-aware. Oh, I but I, yeah. Yeah. And then he, he was just like, you are not the man. <laughs> I was like, well, you said I don't you know are not the, what? Not man. Oh, wow. I'm like, well, you know, I've never. You're like, I cut my dick off. Yeah. <laughs> I cut my dick off for you. I was like, listen, I've never fucking strangled a Siberian husky, okay? But, you know, I, that, I got my affairs in order. Yeah. You're just you're just the comedy man who plies his trade, an honest day's labor for an honest day's pay. Exactly. Doing comedy. And he yeah. was just so drunk, he just kept talking in circles. You live in bubble. You live okay. in bubble. You don't. You are a woman inside. You have. <laughs> you are flat like you flat like Ken Kendall down there. I really wanted to know. I was like, okay, so what have you done? <laughs> How you yeah. say fallopian tubes? I do like uh, dumb Starbucks though, because that's like the most like basic read of satire law. You know, yeah, like yeah. I really enjoyed it because like. You, well, you're not really going to get away with that. I actually think about it for a really long time. <laughs> I know. And go like, I know. That's why it's Whoa, so he's good. actually right. Like, yeah. like, I felt kind of dumb, but at the same time, it was kind of smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Laramie, you didn't, you didn't bring a list for us, did you? I did bring a list. What? Yeah. When you said the people demand it, I said that I'm in. You said how high. Why don't we have... <laughs> uh, I wish we had a song for Laramie's list. We have like an email song, but we don't have one. <laughs> We need that for like Laramie's list. Anyway, that's pretty good. Who's where did you get that song? Someone made it. It's pretty badass. You want to hear it? Check it out. Yeah, it goes a little something like this. Your advice is always bad, but tell me more about your dad. Oh God, I am afraid to die. The emails. Vince hates art. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> All right, things that are like. Cafe con leche. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a deep cut, Laramie. <laughs> I like this. I like Things yeah. that are like cafe con leche. First one. Coffee with milk. Milk. Soy no, just milk. milk. Okay. Milk's like it, yeah. Second one, hot chocolate. Oh, There's man. There's a pretty strong resemblance to hot chocolate. Third one. Are these are these funny or are these just meant to be accurate? Well, no. Rule of three all the time, so don't yeah, sell okay. on it. Yeah, okay. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Third sure. one, genocide. Kind of like Cafe Con Leche, right? A lot mm-hmm. going on there. Mm-hmm. Mixing things up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. I Next one, Mint Milano's. Because you got the Milano part. You got yeah. the mint part. Uh-huh. 
It's really two things. Yeah. Civil rights, same deal, right? <laughs> got two things. Next up, Yorkshire Terriers. Terrier, a scrappy little beast, but from Yorkshire, sounds a little more uppity, doesn't he, all of a sudden? He's a Yorkshire Terrier. Sometimes I just ask for lists from Laramie late just to see like, what his, quickly. Just to see what his breakdown scrappy like. little beast. Like if you were to text me one of your half baked ideas at five in the morning, what would it sound like? And then yeah. It'll sound a little bit like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, uh Skype for Windows. Um <laughs> right, right. So I'm just pointing out things I see now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a man good. fashioning a canoe out of out of a tree. <laughs> I mean, those are all the things I have that are like Cafe Con Leche. Not the mm. best list. My my original list you know, was gonna be don't sell my original short. list was gonna be legitimately um why why it was gonna be pretty conceptual yeah and just be like you know because I said so why or, why do the good die young that kind of thing just why yeah just why <laughs> yeah. 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 Think well, about that for it's a, a preview for next time yeah <laughs> why <laughs> list what? why and the first item. Why? He's a scrappy little beast. <laughs> They're really loud, though. That's the only problem. They yip. Yeah, they yap. Yeah, I don't like them. Oh, wow. You're yep. a punt one? <laughs> no, but I'd consider it. Because that's animal cruelty if you did. I'm, I'm just ASCP kidding. I don't, yeah, I'm not into that. Yeah. Oh, we got a couple email questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At this point, as a podcast host and producer oh. you gotta think i just played the song but now it's yeah. email time do yeah. i play the song no no yeah, it's already okay. i met uh, a broadcast listener today and because i have a very distinguished name he's like laramie from the broadcast like out in my real life and i'm like yeah he's like cool and then he like played it cool <laughs> like, he, didn't, he didn't go any further than that's that. dope yeah, yeah, I feel like our listeners do a lot of playing it cool, and it's like, bro, if you fucking recognize this, we're gonna be stoked about it. <laughs> yeah, we're like, bro, what? You're a listener? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, dude, I mean, fucking chill, but like, this is the o- this is the only joy we get. From yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> other than just like the joy of talking to each other. Yeah. Um, uh, question. Hey, gang, longtime listener, first time asker. My question is for Vince. How's your new asshole working out? Good. Uh, Fraud on. Neil. Did you really get one? Oh yeah, I got a new asshole. What's that mean? We got like a graft. Yeah, well, no. What they For did. Your fissures? Yeah, from a fissures. Fissures. Okay. What they it did out. was see my my cornhole. What happened? My cornhole was too small, and so I was. Yeah, I, was, was. I could have told him that. Ripping these. I kept <laughs> ripping it with my prodigious turds. Yeah. I could. And yeah. so scar tissue would build up, and then my asshole. Scar would, tissue that I wish you saw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my there would be some scar tissue in there, and it would get smaller. So I had this real tight little asshole. Tight little whistle. <laughs> and every time, I had these big poos that would yep. rip rip it open, mm, and mm, just mm, like mm, tear me wide open, make me bleed, you know. Bruh. Mm, and mm. so I had the surgery where they, you know, they bore me out like a testify like a three hundred five. <laughs> Give me more, a little more horsepower down there. Say word. Uh, so like it was, it's it's working out good in some ways. Like I don't bleed when I poop. That's nice. Yeah. yeah but what's I, the downside? So I realized like my other problem. He liked having fissures. Maybe yeah. a little unrelated is like I, I was born with a really sweaty butthole. Oh. Which oh. means I get like you know I get like some weird like diaper rash. 
mm. down there. And so, like, the fissure that I was worried about was kind of like the... The mental one. The out... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a... Some scars never heal. Scott <laughs> yeah. tissue that I wish you saw. Exactly. My asshole... Um, it's going raw. <laughs> yeah. You know who else is like Cafe Con Leche? The chick from the OC. What's her name? Uh-huh. Marissa or uh, yeah, whatever. Marissa. Barton. Yeah. Misha Not Barton. Summer. Yeah. Marissa. Anyway, go ahead. She she's uh she's still around, isn't she? Not she Misha does a Barton. Ton of drugs, right? Not Misha Barton, but the other one, Summer. Summer Glouse. No, that's hot. from Serenity. What's her name? Check it out. Um, she's basically a Mila Kunis, but not. Yeah, she's pre Mila Kunis. Yeah. Anyway, back to your butt. God, I loved her. Anyway. The asshole's working out all right, but I got a bigger problem, which is that I got a really sweaty butthole, and that you know it creates a lot of like rashes and uh-huh. and uh, and just various. What do you skin? Do you sweat like just issues. normally, like you're sitting around and you're sweating? Oh, I'm pitted out right now. Wow. Ask oh Bre- yeah, ask, he's sweating. Ask Brendan. He's sweating, y'all. Some, he's got some circles. Is it because you're such a man? I don't know. It's a good uh, four to five inch radius from the center of his pit. Yeah, a lot yeah. of pit action. In his defense, we are sitting around a table chatting. Yeah, extremely yeah. <laughs> strenuous. Flop, flop sweat. Uh, Rachel Bilson, That's by the, the way, one, yeah. and she yeah, appears yeah, yeah, to yeah, still yeah. be around, and she, she appears to still be a she wasn't smoking. a premium. Do you, if you like her, you need to see the last kiss because that '70s show was like she late in '90s. She's in it, it with like uh, early 2000s. boy from Scrubs. Yeah. Oh, good. What's last kiss? It's, I was uh, out last night in my daddy's car. I was thinking about that song. <laughs> I wasn't even very far. It's exactly that. That's exactly what it is. That's Weird. what you're talking about, right? There's a film version of that. No. In other news, Rachel Wilson just got one new Instagram follower. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, next email, uh, dear fake friends, I pay one dollar to every month. I pay more than that, I think. Thank Real you. friends. Thank now. you for your service. Uh, over the holiday weekend, this see, this is he, his email goes right to the top because I know <laughs> one dollar. I know he's a one dollar donor. Yeah, that counts for something. Counts for, yeah, it counts for counts for a lot. Uh, where to go? Oh, here we go. Uh, over the holiday weekend, I was at a thrift store in my hometown, located well within the home media market of the Chicago Bears. This is Macklemore. I overheard. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I overheard someone discussing a football jersey found in said store with their companion. Whether it was a good player or if they played for the team still, or and if possibly some other person would like the jersey. I looked, well, it isn't a thrift store, so that should be your first tip. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up and saw it was a Walt throwback, a throwback Chicago Bears Jay Cutler jersey. You know, uh, throwback to like three throwback, years ago. Yeah. Uh, should I have inserted myself into their conversation and yep. indicated that if they indi- intended this jersey as a gift, it was likely to be received poorly? <laughs> or was the risk... Or intercepted? <laughs> or was the risk... <laughs> nice. <laughs> or was the risk of insulting their personal taste too much to interfere? Uh, mm. For the record, I actually kind of like Jay Cutler. It would never, under any circumstance, engage with conversation with strangers. Yeah, well, just like Jay Cutler. Yeah, no, that's dude. I'm a big Jay Cutler fan. Yeah, Why? I was gonna say if if anything, smoking Jay. If, if anything, he should. Um, oh, now you're now you're kind of stepping on Laramie's Dolphins here, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a I, huge Dolphins fan, and I fucking hate Jay Cutler. It's but not his fault. It, if he, he throws, be, those, it is he, his fault. He throws bombs to those receivers, and they he drop it like bombs. they got Come Anne on. Hathaway's 
cooter lube on their hands every time. <laughs> he could not care any less about football, which fine. But, but he's still good like at it. Care. He's still good that, at it. You have it. to act like you care. People That's are mad that he doesn't act like he cares. He's throwing fucking dimes every play, son. <laughs> he's not throwing dimes. He is, no. too. He's throwing good passes. Is completely, and you're at seven. Your shithouse team <laughs> drops them all. It's, it's completely impossible for me to like watch Jay Cutler play football and like every time they cut to him, just like going like, you suck. You guys fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. You guys suck. It's so just entertaining. Constantly telling everyone. He's yeah. everyone. He's everyone's favorite quarterback who isn't actually rooting for that team. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's so like entertaining. It's like the kid who has the job he doesn't want, but his dad's making him do because he makes ten million dollars a year at it. But like he just—he's the Donald he's Trump Jr. The to watch if he's on your team. It's no, real bad. Laramie, I say this with a hundred percent conviction. I wanted him to be the 49ers quarterback so bad. <laughs> really? Yeah, so bad. Racist. That would have been the racist. only thing that would have made our shitty team watchable was watching Jay Cutler just fucking throw bombs. What about and not Jimmy Garoppolo, shit? the second most handsome quarterback in the league? You after the guy who's just backing him, up the you dream could see Cutler working out if the game's going to go to overtime and if he can get off early. Like, is there a way he can get out of overtime? <laughs> yeah. like, he's not playing bad. He's like, people are giving him a hard time because he looks like no, he doesn't no. care. But his he's play... His no, play no. is not he, bad. It's not. No, that's not accurate. I've watched all the Dolphins games. His play is, in fact, not Your good. Your team is terrible. It's not his H- fault. Yeah, you suck. Uh, as for Janine Garofalo, uh, <laughs> Janine, the hand, Janine Garofalo, quarterback in correct. the league. Um, he looks hot in that jersey. If he breaks the Brady backup curse, I would be very impressed. But, well, you know, so three far passes in. He's three for three <laughs> yeah. through a touchdown. Looked goddamn great in that uniform. Not a stain on it. Sure. That's what I want to see. <laughs> People said that about Matt Castle at one point. Not a stain. Yeah. I don't give a shit, dude. This is the only thing to care about. That's the best possible thing that could have happened. The Niners lose, so their draft yep. pick stays intact. He throws a dime. Everyone's stoked. It was just really funny to watch <laughs> Bethard come out of the game like just hurt his leg. He's like got grass stains everywhere because our offensive line sucks. His facial hair is unkempt. Exactly. Exactly. And then Jimmy it's Garoppolo spelled, spelled comes beat, in. Beat hard. It is, is spelled great. beat mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in just looking hot. Yeah. Puts the helmet on. Looks even better. He's, he's like so, he, he's so you guys fucking like hot him because he looks like a leader. He's and so I, good looking. I have to like he's, Cutler who looks like a deadbeat. He's so hot. That's right. He's like he's like uh, what's the guy from Full House? Uncle Jesse. Yeah. What's Uncle Jesse's name? Spanos. Joey, John Stamos, Stamos. yeah, yeah, John Stamos. Stamos. John he's like Stamos. the John Stamos of backup yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, he's very John Stamos esque. He is. Yeah. I mean, John Stamos is basically the backup quarterback of Meanwhile, music. So, I'm like, stuck with nice. DJ Tanner. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> DJ Tanner. Well, if this guy... DJ Tanner. Hey, I'm gonna play music for white people. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> if this guy wanted to be really loyal to uh, Jay Cutler, he would have interrupted that person's questioning and gone, "Don't care." <laughs> <laughs> which is a great story, which only yes. makes me like Jay Cutler ten yep. times more. Yep. Hey, Jay, we're going to uh, the malt shop after the game. You want to come? Fuck you. The only thing I will say I've been burned on before is a lot of those guys who go into the NFL, really any industry, and they're like the cool guy who's like, I don't give a fuck. I do what I want. You're like, I identify with him. And everyone's like, he's <laughs> yeah. an asshole. And you're like, he's not an asshole. He just likes to party, and you yeah, don't yeah. get it. And the next thing you know, it's Johnny Manziel. It's like, holy shit, he had a problem. <laughs> yeah. I should not have encouraged this. I mean, I will admit that part of my love of Jay Cutler comes from like, Ever since I me. no, ever since I had, um, I haven't worked in an office for many years. But before that, loser, I was worked in an office, <laughs> and I feel like at the beginning of the job, it'd be like a honeymoon. It'd be like, oh, this guy's great at the actual job uh, 
duties yeah. and then they'd realize that i was uh kind of like antisocial, and i like <laughs> didn't want to make office small talk didn't want to hug people and and like and if it was 445 like my fucking hard hat was spinning on the floor because like <laughs> i ain't here to make friends i ain't here to stay overtime like i'm gonna do my work and i'm gonna get the fuck out i can't imagine you and, in an office and then i would eventually just <laughs> i would eventually get fired because they're like well this guy this guy's like bad this guy like he doesn't even take it seriously and i'm like man are you paying attention to yeah. what I'm doing on the job? I'm, I'm doing the I'm job. I'm sure you Leave never said a single thing that was good for company morale no. in your entire <laughs> life. You're not paying me for that. You're paying me to do the job. You're not paying me to be well, With that like, attitude, you yeah. can't work here anymore. You're not, pay, Joey, you're not paying me to do your company cheer in the morning, motherfucker. What you were Vince talking about is like is like when you when you get older and you realize like why the fun uncle is so fun and then it becomes less fun. As you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you like slowly understand. Like the friends where they find out fun Bobby was just an alcoholic and yeah. Yeah. anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sucks one vince was putting the whole system on trial every day at work i guarantee you yeah two i enjoyed jay cutler up until this year too thought it was great really enjoyed that whole story not as fun when it's your team just throw that out there yeah. i like that he just throws lasers man he just wants he doesn't do that he, th- he wants to throw bombs dude he has a fucking arm he just throws it to the wrong people hey Hey. South Park nailed what? this way back like, when he was on the Broncos, and they're like they had Jay Cutler as a character, and the kids were like, "Oh man, everyone says he sucks, but my dad thinks he might be good one day." <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Ultimate so Fighter true. character who was like, "Why don't they? How come they won't let me bang, bro?" He just wants to, <laughs> dude. Jay Cutler just wants to bang. He just wants dude. to bang, dude. He just wants to throw lasers. He just wants to throw down, and everybody's out there just like fucking laying down in the middle of the field. He just wants to bang. Yeah, it's bro. definitely it's definitely receiver's fault. For sure. Is, yeah. Wants to throw lasers. It's not his fault. They're ducks. <laughs> Alligator to... arms out there. Anyway, to answer the question, uh, I think it's fine to let people not make a, a poor decision at the goodwill. That Just they were go back get there and buy friends. it for me because I would fucking wear there the shit out buy of it. Buy the fucking Cutler Chicago Bears from the Bears. Vince Mancini, Jay Cutler jersey. That's right. Maybe when he says throwback jersey, he's talking about those shitty like Red Grange era ones with uh, like the vertical stripes on the shoulders. Oh yeah. What do you think Cutler would be like as an announcer when he finally goes and does it? They'll be like, boy, these guys showed a lot of heart out there, aren't they, Jay? And Jay's like, what? (laughs) He'd like weirdly use like really offensive language. He'd be be like, like, do you ever know the football (laughs) is just kind of gay? (laughs) 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 He'd be like smoking a cigarette. He takes like a long drag. What do you think, Jay Cutler? He's like, oh, no. Blows a bunch of smoke in Joe Buck's face. Oh, no. It's just like. Carlos Hyde kind of reminds me of this chick I banged once at Vanderbilt. Yeah. Uh, She like, like she didn't take it real thinking? seriously, but oh, dude, she was so hot, bro. Jay, when they're doing the nickel blitz there, you think the Q can see the Sam Mike? He's like, what? I don't know the plays. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm anti Tony Romo. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Tony Romo. I wish Tony Romo would have stayed in football and played for the Niners. That would have been killer. I always like the fact that Jay Cutler is from Santa Claus, Indiana, and I just love like the idea. Wait, of, really? Yeah, and I just the love the idea of some Santa reporter Claus. being like, "So Jay, uh, I'm standing from Santa Claus, Indiana. It's that time of year. What do you think?" You know, and he's like, "Fuck you, don't yeah. care." That's probably why he's so bitter with the world because he grew up in Santa Claus, Indiana. He's like the boy named Sue of football. He's yeah. like the Grinch who hates football <laughs> from Santa Claus, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> do you actually think it's just body language or is that actually him like does he truly not give a fuck or is it just like he's his mannerisms are such 
I like that when the Smoke and Jay Cutler meme came out, he was like Everyone super supportive it. of it. That's <laughs> Look, what I think. That's what originally made me like Jay Cutler so much. I think there's a, a couple different things. I think that uh, f- football players obviously care, and I think he cares probably close to as much, although maybe a little bit less than the next guy. But there are a lot of guys who it's a regular season game. They're they're, they're going to do their best, but they're they're going to win or lose and make the playoffs or not. Yeah, and he does not care to put on like the sideline facade like yeah. i was at i was on the sidelines of a college game i was standing with my friend and he was like on the staff didn't have an active role in the game but he was on the staff and he was like yo i, I can't stand next to you for a couple minutes because i'll start laughing and like they were losing by 30 and he's like i yeah. just can't have that face on yeah and i just think jay cutler doesn't play that game yeah but everyone has to play that like if you lose you have to pretend like it's the end of the fucking earth but everybody really is like well that sucks we lost i wish we would have won i tried my best all week yeah i wonder Let's what fucked up I wonder what I'm gonna have for dinner tonight and who I'm gonna bang. Exactly. Yeah. That's the most limp dick coach move, by the way. Like you fucked up so bad that you got our asses kicked like horribly, and now you're gonna just gonna like come back in the fourth quarter when the game's way out of hand and start like yelling at people that are like chuckling on the <laughs> yeah, sidelines. Right, right. What are you laughing at? Yeah. Yeah. It's not funny. It's a game, bro. Brandon, who is your most Jay Cutler like teammate that you ever played <laughs> with? He's one of a kind, man. Yeah. He's a unicorn. Who is your most enjoyable? teammate that you ever had oh sorry probably zeus the dude who got hit in the eye with the flag oh oh my god that guy was awesome he's hilarious yeah he should have been allowed to murder jeff triplett on the field yeah my in my america so tell the story he got hit like didn't he get so he was holding a guy he got blinded jeff triplett threw the the flag at him jeff triplett's a ref threw the flag at him for for those who don't watch a lot of football imagine spreading a handkerchief out on a table and then you put bbs in the middle of it wrapping it up and then wrapping a rubber band around it and the point is that a ref is supposed to throw the flag at the area of the infraction right so he's holding a guy ref chucks the flag at him but it goes in his helmet and hits him directly in the eye so it's like a handful of bbs it's not light yeah and it hit him right in the eye and it actually blinded him and um he was like down for a minute and they tried to like take him off the field and he turned around and just ran at the ref and this guy's massive he's he was six seven and he was 380 pounds and like not that fat he's 380 (laughs) and he was like not that not a fat (laughs) guy that's not even a human at that point that's like four humans Zeus was not a clever name he was (laughs) was a big fucking dude (laughs) he crawled out of his dad's forehead yes uh and so yeah and so he like shoved him to the ground he got um suspended from the nfl but the nfl overturned it and they gave him a bunch of money and he actually had a structured settlement for life so, but he's and, legit blind in one eye, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, not not legit, but he like, compromised vision. Yeah, in, fuck. In but like, so permanent, permanent like, vision. Everyone loss. got on their high horse for like four seconds. Like you can't attack a ref like that. This is the game, and it's blah blah blah. And it's like, oh, he blinded him. Oh yeah, you should yeah. be able to fucking like, kill oh, him. <laughs> counterpoint: You should have let that ref get his ass kicked. Yeah. So yeah. They, they gave him a shit ton of money, um, it's like you know, as a settlement for not being able to play football anymore. And he actually had to like uh, give back some of the settlement to come back and play. Do you oh, know really? why so did they he come back a bunch of play? money, though? If they put Jeff Triplett on the stand, that's going to be a massacre. A jury is going to award him $10 billion because Jeff Triplett is so fucking incompetent. 
<laughs> yes, I, I don't believe his uh, bad calls against the Dolphins were taken into account, Laramie. Should have no, been. He got, a, he got a coin flip wrong. He did. That's, 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 flip. that's pretty yeah. bad. That seems pretty basic. Yeah. yeah. So if, you, he, if you're an NFL ref and you've blinded a player and yeah. gotten a coin flip wrong, I think you can pretty much <laughs> yeah. say whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, that seems like grounds for a dismissal. I don't know point. a lot of ref names. Hey, but at least he didn't, <laughs> at least he didn't touch anyone's bare back when he was. Uh, so, <laughs> so I remember that he's three. He was 382 pounds because everyone was taking bets on how much he was going to weigh when he came back from off season. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, there was a big pool going around on like how much he was going to weigh, and so. He weighed he, like him getting on the scale was just like a vent. Like everyone's like, "Yo, Zeus about to get on the scale," and everyone like ran into the weight room and he got on the scale. He's three eighty two, and um, and then someone said like, and like I said, this guy was fucking built. Like he was not a fat three eighty. There was another guy on the team who was an extremely fat three eighty. So imagine a, Brenton plus like one hundred and twenty pounds. Jesus yeah. Christ! Can't do it. I can't imagine that. Yeah. Well, when I was playing, I was three ten. So we were the yeah. same height, and he was seventy pounds heavier than <laughs> yeah, me. That's like so um, insane. So. So then there was another guy who was 380, but he was extremely fat. He had a horrible body. Yeah. And uh, so he comes, so someone goes like, hey, man, like, someone's like busting his chops. He goes, Zeus, man, don't feel bad. Like, that dude over there was uh, was also 380. And he goes, hey, man, you was 382? And he goes, I'm 281. <laughs> like, all defensive, <laughs> which is, like, really amazing. Like, he's quibbling over a pound at that point. Yeah. Oh. So he play, he came back and played after he got... His eye fucked up. Yeah, he played for for several years. He took like two years off and then mm. came back and played for a number of years. Nice, nice. He should have come he back. Might and more time off than that. Yeah. Well, there, I was at a game. I was on the team when Jeff Triplett was calling it, and uh, it was pretty funny. And like, you like he got like three holding calls in the first half. It was like <laughs> <laughs> there was some bad blood there. Oh yeah, yeah sure, sure. I haven't met that many of your former team teammates. I think we we saw a Vernon Davis on a flight once, and it's weird to watch uh, Vernon Davis play football because uh, I don't think anyone else has worse instincts for which way they run <laughs> when they catch the ball. He's like a guy who has like all of the physical gifts, and then he catches the ball on this like seam route where he's you know he catches like. He, like the dude can probably like jump <laughs> over your head and and run faster than your car, and he catches the ball and he does like some. He always overthinks it, yeah. or he like cuts to like the opposite sideline, and yeah, you're yeah. like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He so had like the fastest forty time for a tight end ever. Yeah. It, it almost looks too athletic. It's well, I guess he he looks too much like speed and raw power that he doesn't move fluidly. Well, kind it's like of. when he, he looks like he's jogging and no one else can catch him. Yeah, and then but like he just can't run the right direction. It's yeah, in hundred years fascinating to yeah. watch. In a hundred years, there's one player who historians will look at as evolutionary, revolutionary, amazing incredible instinct player and that's ted ginn who every time he touches the ball <laughs> runs straight out of bounds and doesn't get touched no matter where he he's on the like field, the most athletic worst yeah. player yeah. in the Taking, league he's a break has holds the nfl record for fastest uh fastest <laughs> distance covered from yeah the middle of the hash marks of the sideline after catching a punch he is a player if they develop the cte test he does not only hit, he not only doesn't have cte he's never been hit it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> And he used to return kicks. He's still never been hit. He's like, yep, I will be out of bounds now. Yeah. He's terrible. He would take it and he would just, he was so fast and he would just run <laughs> so fast sideways. And you're like, he's going to turn the corner and then he just keeps nope. going. Nope. <laughs> Fuck that. He's like, he's like, remember when Bo Jackson ran that, that, that run through the back of the head zone? <laughs> yeah. He's like yeah, that, to, but if he just like goes out of bounds yeah. at the 10. He's going up the stairs <laughs> in the stadium. Yeah, he Lambo leaps at the 50. <laughs> find, find someone who loves you. The 
the way Ted Ginn loves the sideline. That's <laughs> what they say. Oh. He's still playing, believe it or not. Yeah, that, dude, he yeah, caught like 12 passes last week. He's in I, perfect condition. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> not not much mileage on those tires. No. Uh, this is the NFL broadcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did it. Hope uh, you nerds like that. Yeah. Brandon, no you, fun league. You want to take us on out of here? Yeah, Laramie, thanks for coming on. You got anything you want to plug? Yeah, get at me at Laramie, L-A-R-E-M-Y on the Twitters. I got the Instagrams, Laramie42. Just come at me and uh, hit subscribe. Oh, a lot of people wanted to know what's up uh, with uh, B&L, the B&L pod. Dude. Is it, is it gone forever? It. Yeah, we defuncted it because oh, Brad man. got a job at Box Office Mojo and he felt like it was a conflict of interest or something. He's got to report on that sweet, sweet box office every week. So you can't do that and and pod, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm like, well, why don't we do a box office pod? Then he's like, I don't know. It sounds like a lot of work. It's <laughs> a good once business you do, once partner. You that, once you get in that cube, it just seems like extra work. <laughs> All right. So that's a no? Uh, next week. We'll be back next week. BNL pod. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Joey, anything you want to plug? I do, yes. Uh, I got a podcast on iTunes. It's called Pier 69. Check it out. And subscribe, YouTube fam. <laughs> nice. uh, we'll talk about nice. golden snatches. Uh, <laughs> at, <laughs> that one Harry Potter. I didn't even know. Um, <laughs> at Joey Avery Comedy on Twitter. At Joey Avery on Instagram. And uh, that's it. Thank you. All right. All right. Vince? All right. Um, you know, you check out Film Drink. Uh, you got my some of my squirrel drawings on Instagram, and uh, you know, uh, just uh, say hi to your mother for me. I never, I never give you an opportunity to plug, and that's why. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already on the thing that I'm plugging. All right, you you wrote a couple of really good articles recently. The Ben one, obviously huge, and then thanks, you wrote a really thanks. good review of something. But I was like, wow, he brought a lot of insight into a movie I'll never ever see. Coco. No, I didn't read that. A little Hispanic. Three billboards? No, got to go further back. Maybe Thor Rag? Did you do, do no, Thor Rag? No, I didn't Rag? do Thor Rag. I did Roman J. Israel. I did... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? One you. It was a different writer. That was good, Laramie. Yeah. I, I, you know, I love you for that. That's good. Uh, no, what was it? Oh, Lady, it... Lady Bird, Murder on the Orient Express, LBJ, Only the Brave. Only the brave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's a little weird. I specialize uh, I bring, in movies I, people don't see. <laughs> I do a lot of good work on super broy films. Who who yeah. could who could imagine who could have imagined that? It's crazy. This has been Film Crit Talk. Yeah. All right. Thanks as always for listening. Thanks to our esteemed guests. And thanks to you, the listeners. You can always email us, fratcast at gmail.com. Vince, what is a Google Voice? More number? like you're welcome to you, the listeners. That's right. What's up? Uh, 415-275-0030 thanks for allowing us to uh, thanks for coming into our audio office and allowing us to press the button under the desk until next week good night and good chins